Welcome to Bible of Brews. Deep thoughts fermented over time and text. Welcome to Skeptic's Corner, Part 2, the sequel. George, how are you? Yo. <laughs> We've got Gumby. Hey, what's up? And Mike. Hello there. So, we're introducing Skeptic's Corner 2. And in this corner, we've got George. He's going to go for one full minute. The skeptics rant. Or close to it. <laughs> George, ready? One minute or somewhere about. <laughs> go! And he goes, so today we're going to talk about my favorite um, part of the Bible, and that's all the violence that occurs. So let's talk about your all-loving... You know, always forgiving God, but somehow he manages to genocide the entire planet, kill entire towns, you know, gives permission to wipe out and massacre an entire population of people. Um, but at the same time, he's supposed to be all loving, all forgiving God. <laughs> but yet his decisions and his, you know, actions speak otherwise. So um, I think it's a, I don't know. I'm ready to go, though. Let's do this. <laughs> all right, all right. He was just a few seconds shy. But that's all right. We got the point. <laughs> We're going to have to deduct beer from him. That was a, was that a <laughs> Speaking of beers, we are going to open with Mike. Hey, well, so we're trying a new thing. I, I decided to start with alphabetical. I got a Alaskan Amber. Um, it's out of, a, I think it's the Alaska Brewing Company. Um, and it is a Amber Ale. It's an alt ale. It's ABV is 5.3. It's bitterness is 18 IBU. And it's actually fed from a glacier in Alaska. So I think that's kind of cool. No, and, that's uh, way cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many beers can you say, this is made from a glacier? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll begin the pour. All right. So, Skeptics Corner, by the way, what we'll be doing is sampling beers from all over the country and maybe even all over the world. Um, unlike our regular episodes, we'll be diving much, much deeper into different brews. And this one has a nice amber color. A little foamy. It's got a lot of head. Ooh, nice fragrance. Well, that's a smooth draft. Sweet. Mm. This Florida. is a really Ooh. good glacier. <laughs> that tastes sweet to anybody else, like or am I going crazy? No, it's, no, it's that's, sweet. I don't get it, much sweet. It's got a slightly sweet after t- aftertaste. I, 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 I see what you're saying. I get a chocolatey f- hint. It's it, interesting. It, it may- Mike are already like disagreeing. It's <laughs> <laughs> already, like, but I mean, a chocolate sweet. You're like, I'm like, is it sweet? You're like, no, but I taste chocolate. chocolate you're like, we're already <laughs> No, listen, you're, you're the all Americanized uh, sweet and chocolate. I'm talking about cacao, you know, like I'm more natural. I don't even my... know what that means. I think you just cussed at you, George. It's the sound the birds make in the jungle. <laughs> no, false. It's the cocoa bean. It's before it's sweetened. Oh. Chocolate is not sweet by nature. Either way, this is really good. Oh, hey. Cool Cool trivia for you, by the way. Did you know that chocolate originally was not sweetened? They used red pepper. Mm. All right. Yeah. That's making a comeback. I see a lot of red pepper chocolate. That's the original way that they would flavor it, is with pepper, not sugar. I could see how that lost the popularity. (laughs) 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 Yeah, this this is good. It's very subtle. It does, oh doesn't God. have a, like a. It's not super lingering, and it's. I'm loving this. I could I could drink this every day. This is 
It's smooth. It is good beer. I mean, I feel like I'm sipping on a glacier. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) It it reminds me of a Christmas ale. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. A a little lighter, but Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but like, like it, but still sweet. It still has those notes. You're right. (laughs) It it does have those. uh, It's almost not nutmeg, but does it does have those notes to it? Mm -hmm. Hmm. It's really good. I like it a lot. Excellent. This is a very enjoyable beer. Mike, great pick. Thanks. It's this a little hoppier than a lot of ambers that I've seen, so I, that's, I do like that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I dig hoppy. And this, yeah. to me, this is not hoppy. No, uh, compared George, to other ambers. How hoppy was that beer I picked last night? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. It tastes like straight pine needle. <laughs> what was it? Was it like a triple? It was, I think, I believe it was a double bock. All right. It? Yeah. It was, it, was, it was pretty heavy. Yeah. No, 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 you're right. You know what? No, that's Mastheads. So, yeah, that is a triple. That is a triple. Was it a triple? Yeah. Was it an amber? No, it is literally Mastheads IPA. Yeah, that's and what I'm it's saying. It's a triple for yeah. amber. Yeah. That's so good. I love oh it. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I love hoppy. So, to me, this is not hoppy. I'm not saying it's hoppy. I'm saying in comparison to amber. Like, ambers in general, like, okay. to me, are kind of sweet. I, I, I can but, see that. Don't even turn around. And start agreeing with me, Mike. Just stay on that side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, maybe, maybe. I wasn't trying to agree with you either. I will never agree with George. You can't agree with me because then you leave. <laughs> Mike is so determined to not agree with him yeah. that if he did agree with him, he would disagree. Right. Disagree with myself. Did you disagree with me? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> Somebody else. <laughs> But Mike, uh, Gumby actually has deep feelings when it comes to the genocide in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, that was a transition, huh? Smooth, <laughs> smooth as the beer. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, because we're going into disagreements, right? So I figure, hey, might as well parlay that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how do you want to ease into it, uh, Aaron. Do you got a a story or something, or? I have some stuff. Do you have any information on your computer, perhaps? I, I do, up? I do, and I will bring that up. But first, I want feelings and emotions because Ooh, I, I, we're gonna get all touchy wow. and feely here. So yeah, and there's it's, <laughs> turn the lights down, turn the heat up. Here, things about to get hot. In that case, beer number two. No, <laughs> <laughs> right, let me put on some Kenny G. <laughs> no, it, I, I do have feelings about it. Uh, it's funny because. Growing up in the church my whole life, evangelical, Pentecostal, dispensationalist, whatever we want to call it, um, I didn't have certain feelings about it till I, I guess what I would call my Saul to Paul moment. All right. You know, uh, I, it, it was kind of like day and night for me. And I don't know. I just, I think at a certain point, I just wasn't really willing to want to look at parts of the Old Testament. Was it the part when you grew up and you started wanting to make rational sense of stuff, and you're like, what the hell am I reading right now in this Bible? No. No? Oh, okay. Well, in a sense. So, in a sense. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, and I know you're trying to be funny there, but you're actually kind of right. Yeah. So. I was being funny and making a point. Yeah, I think yeah, you're, yeah. you're loud, right? So, <laughs> it, it was a point in my life where I realized my capacity to hurt other people. And doing that on a major scale. Is that a threat towards me just now? <clears throat> no, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, uh, it was a personal thing that I went through in my life that it was just like rock bottom for me, rock bottom for my family. And I became fully aware of 
the mess I had made. Yeah. And it was at that point in my life where it just kind of spun me around and I started looking at everything I had once known differently. And, you know, the first place I looked was, was the Old Testament, you know, the Bible. So, yeah. and that's when I started looking at things differently. I'm like, my gosh, why do I feel differently about this now? Never did before. Well, it, it, it's, it's different from like... So that's just, that's just kind of like the, yeah. the underneath undertow of why I started looking at things. Yeah. Different. But I can see where you're coming from because like when you're a kid, it's kind of cool. It's like, oh my Lord, yeah, look at them. They're going to destroy the bandits. They're going to take them out. Awesome yeah. warriors, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then when you get older... Well, and you realize uh, that you're responsible for your own actions and the hurt that you caused other people. You you start, hopefully, most people will start to self-reflect and say, why did, did this happen? What what causes people to do this? Why do I have certain behaviors, certain patterns? Um, where does it come from? Yeah. So for me, it was logical to look at my quote-unquote faith. So cool. there you go, George. All right. <laughs> Thought you were being funny, but it strong remarks. <laughs> Good. Okay. What, Mike? Mike, any thoughts on uh, on genocide and infanticide and animal side? Yeah, uh, I mean, I I've mentioned it before on the show where I decided to read through the Bible cover to cover. I was seeking, didn't know. I wanted to start comparing because I was I was raised Christian, but I didn't want that to be the reason I was Christian. So I decided to read cover to cover. And about this point in the Bible, I wanted nothing to do with God at this point. I, was, I went from being raised Christian to this God is nuts, and why would he do this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, my so, exactly. <laughs> so I decided to keep reading, and what had happened was I felt he took my faith down to the scratch. Like, it was no more the God I wanted to worship, the God that was could be put in a, a happy vase of flowers and love and peace and and basically Mm -hmm. my ideal god into a god that was full of complexity and and pain and and stuff i couldn't understand and to me that was a more more worthy god because if i could understand and and accept everything about this what separates me from god at this point it's it's really i've invented Mm -hmm. him you know and and i didn't really realize that until i was taken down this square one um, so moving on, it, it took me years to get past, and I, and I think we'll get into it later when we, when we talk a little bit more, but, you know, it, it's a complex journey, and, and I, I wouldn't say I've uh, rectified myself with that decision as far as it's hard, and it should be hard. Are you, if, if you find it easy that mm-hmm. people have killed a whole nation, you know, I'd question your humanity at that point, yeah. you know? Yeah. It shouldn't be easy. It's a good point. Yeah, it happens too often. Oh, I mean, look at America. Not yeah. trying to point a lot of fingers, but there was a really nice, peaceful group of people living here. <laughs> They're like, hey, show us how to live here, and then we'll murder you. Um, no, no, they they just offered really nice, comfy blankets. No, that's right. <laughs> a little smallpox peppered on there. <laughs> right. Like, oh, whoops. Um, that's terrible. <laughs> um, so, Juice, what's your take? All right, so, coming from the historical viewpoint, which is where I come from, um... I don't have as much of an issue with it uh, because I've struggled through it. I mean, when I was younger, I mean, once again, when you're a kid, yeah, oh, warriors, they're taking out the bad guys, woohoo, right? But then 
as you start reflecting, as you get older, you're like, <laughs> it's a little sadistic. <laughs> but then once you start, you keep digging, you know, because there is a lot of uh, verbiage in there that is culture, more cultural than people realize. Not all of it is, is literal. In fact, my biggest argument against the church is literalism. That doesn't mean that stuff didn't happen, though. I know. So, so like the last decade of me and Juice arguing about religion, it's like anything that's <laughs> bad, it like it wasn't literal, George. It's allegory or story or metaphor. You have well, to look at the context, George. Look at the context, George. Right, right, right. But not everything that's good happens. <laughs> if it's good, though, you're always either. like, yeah, yeah, I did that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you can take that literally. Yeah. <laughs> but like here, I'm gonna have a, a highlight. I'm going to read off real quick. These are actually a couple slides. I'll try to make it quick. Um, Joshua's language concerning Jericho and I appears harsh at first. They devoted the city to the Lord and destroyed with a sword every living thing in it: men and women, young and old, cattle, sheep, and donkeys. 12,000 men and women fell that day, all the people of I. The average person isn't going to pick up on the fact that this is stereotypical ancient Near Eastern language actually describes attacks on military forts or garrisons, not general populations that include women and children. There is no archaeological evidence to support of civilian population at Jericho or I. Given what we know about Canaanite life in the Bronze Age, Jericho and I were military strongholds. In fact, Jericho guarded the travel routes from the Jordan Valley up to the population centers in the hill country. It was the first line of defense at the junction of three roads leading to Jerusalem, Bethel, and Orpah. That means that Israel's wars here were directed towards government and military installments. This is where the king, the army, and the priesthood resided. The use of quote-unquote women and quote-unquote young and old was merely stock near eastern language that could be used even if women and young and old weren't living there. The language of quote-unquote all, men and women, at Jericho and I is a stereotypical expression for the destruction of all human life in the fort, presumably composed entirely of combatants. The text doesn't require that women and young and old must have been in the cities. The term city reinforces this idea. Jericho I and many other Canaanite cities were mainly used for government buildings and operations, while the rest of the people, including women and children, lived in the surrounding countryside. The Amana letters, 14th century BC, correspond between Egyptian pharaohs and leaders in Canaan surroundings and regions reveal that citadel cities or fortresses such as Jerusalem and Shechem were distinct from and under the control of their population centers. Again, all the archaeological evidence indicates that no civilian population existed at Jericho, I, and other cities mentioned in Joshua. Other biblical evidence of various cities used as fortresses, citadels, or military outposts also exist. This fact is made all the more clear by an associated term, melak, quote-unquote king. This word was commonly used in Canaan during the time for a military leader who was responsible to a higher ruler off-site. What's more, the battle in Joshua do not mention non-combatants, women and children. We'll get to Rahab later. Uh, according to the best calculations from Canaanite 
inscriptions, and other archaeological, archaeological evidences, Jericho was a small settlement of probably 100 or fewer soldiers. This is why all of Israel could circle it seven times and then do battle against it on the same day. As a side note, we could add that translating the numbers used in warfare account in the Old Testament can be tricky. The numbers simply may not be as high as what typical translation indicates. The Hebrew word elef, commonly rendered thousand, can also mean unit or squad without specifying an exact number. So if Jericho were a fort, then all those killed therein were warriors along with political and religious leaders. Rahab and her family would have been the exception, non-combatants dwelling with this military outpost. The same applies throughout the book of Joshua. While the biblical text mentions specific quote-unquote kings who were killed in battle with Israel, it does not mention specific non-combatants who were killed. The cumulative case suggests quite the opposite of what we were taught in Sunday school. Mm. So... What we are looking at is these cities had nothing to do with women, with children, with any of that. It was <clears throat> stock near Eastern language and motifs that just means destroy the outpost. Well, that's a Neil deGrasse Tyson mic drop right there. <laughs> oh. Except. Nice. Go ahead. Get him, Gumby. Except. Get him, Gumby. That. The justification has not stopped to this day. Oh, I've got that too. But in Palestine, I feel like no matter the time period, no matter the army, no matter the nation, <clears throat> that's always the same uh, argument. It's always yeah. there's no civilians. We, as a matter of fact, America didn't kill any civilians in the Iraq War, <laughs> right? We only killed terrorists. Yeah, you could say that. You could right? say that. No, well, that's what they do yeah. say. That's what our military does they, say. They and our do. government they does do. say. They do. Yeah. And that's a lot of the rationale for the military men who don't want to self-reflect and look okay. internally. And I agree with that. I do agree with that. But not just Iraq. What I'm saying is even today in this day, Palestine, mm -hmm. the nation of Israel is still surrounding Gaza, which is Palestine, which yes. is i.e. Canaan. Yes. And doing today what it has been doing since ancient times. Yeah. And I do agree with that. The part that I, that I had had a problem with is the archaeological evidence. So mm. the evidence points to the absolute certainty that these were military outposts. Right. There was still, there, God still ordered someone to kill. There, there wasn't person. even enough space. There wasn't even enough space in there to host anybody but soldiers. Isn't that a commandment though? Thou shalt not kill. But like God's like, yeah, kill them, <laughs> kill them, kill okay. them. Now you're not allowed to kill now. people, but I can tell you to kill people. <laughs> now. Going to that side of it. Yeah, that, okay. go for it. So, um, and I'm not going to read this one off. I'm going to post this article, okay, because I don't want to... Too long. Yeah, it yeah it's, it's very long. So it's actually by Michael Eiser, and this one it goes through, and it tells you the reason why they were going through and taking these cities out. And that comes down to... And so what's the reason? The Nephilim. Yeah, the Raphaim, the descendants. Yep. and So these were... So why was it okay for uh, us to kill these people? Because they weren't technically people. So here it so, is, George. Now <laughs> the rationale is that these people were not fully human. Yeah, that and is. again, this rationale still exists to this day. That's true. But you know, well, so, no, no, I, I disagree with that. I don't think anybody's actually saying uh, that there anybody is nephilim anymore. But <laughs> no, not nephilim, but not <laughs> so, fully human. 
I mean, well, there are a few conspiracy theorists out there, but go ahead, George. Thank you. Um, question? <laughs> that was very polite of you, George. He had his hand raised. <laughs> um, um, they, they weren't. Can someone please elaborate on that and help me understand? What do you mean they weren't human? So here's the cool part. Okay. Like we're, lizard people? We're actually going to be bringing out. <laughs> not quite. The lizard we're, people. We're going to be bringing out uh, Michael Because you can Heiser. kill lizard people all day. <laughs> yeah. well, well, George, he was, he was here for the Brian Gottawa stuff. He that's, was. That's, he that's was. what his that's stories true. are based off of. The Nephilim. Well, the, the, his, the his series Chronicles of Nephilim is. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But they were still people. Like when they were giants, they weren't actual giants like what you'd think of. They were just tall. Well, you think they were thinking half, rationally, George. They, they were that. half. Don't think rationally, George. Don't you human. do it. They were half human and no. they were half demon seed. There's no so. such thing as demon seed juice. This, you don't say you demon apparently seed. You don't to have me. kids. All right, that's so. So, where are these demon seeds coming from? So, if you go back to to Genesis in chapter six, it actually says. I thought you said Genesis was allegory, so now it's real. It is. It is. All right, now it's real because you want it to be. No, 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 no. All right, hold on. It it is allegorical, but it doesn't mean that the events didn't happen. Oh my gosh! What do you mean? Don't. You always do that. <laughs> Allegory doesn't mean false. Okay. You know, you're like it's a, it's supposed to be like a made up story for you to learn a lesson or something along no, those no, lines. No, I don't say made up. It's like it's like a folk tale. Folk tales are based on truth. All right, just like so. It was a flood allegory? Well, actually, there there uh, is evidence to support a flood, not a worldwide flood, a but a localized, localized flood. Yeah, yeah. There is evidence for a localized flood there. I don't think it was a worldwide flood. And actually, the text supports that because it said that the whole world was flooded. And in their mind, because who's, who's writing the text at the time, the whole world to them was the 70 nations in Mesopotamia. All right. But so. now that one crazy guy, and I'm sorry if I'm jumping around too much, um, that has the uh, ark built, that museum... <laughs> Oh, do we have to bring him up? Yeah. So he said, like, they created land masses for, like, the kangaroos to hop all the way from wherever the ark landed. Can we start and a new they, beer for this one? And then the kangaroos <laughs> hopped all the way, and then <laughs> then he created, like, a land mass so they could hop over to Australia. Then he took the land mass away so it could still be an island. Does anybody yeah. else want to be honest about this? You have every right to criticize that guy. I mean, yeah. So there are, as far as I know, not a single one of us is a Ken Ham supporter. Oh, that's the name. Yeah. I don't think any one of us mm-hmm. is. Mike? Somebody, no. some no. people need to get off the boat. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. But I'm bump. Yeah, Ken, Ken Ham is definitely on the extreme. So you know how you have extreme left people? Well, yeah. he's an extreme, extreme. He's so far right that the right people think he's nuts. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Now, but it's so crazy, though, like how, like, okay, I could see, like, a flood happening in a small area, killing a lot of people. Right, um, a localized flood. Okay. Yeah. But you're telling me all the animals in that area still got aboard Noah's Ark, like, all friendly? And... Now, once again... That's Jen... allegory, because that one's hard to explain, so it didn't actually No, 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 I'm not, wait, hold on, hold on. Listening. It is allegorical, mm-hmm. okay? And it said that he took them in, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I don't think anywhere in the text it says that God just simply ushered them into the boat. <clears throat> I think that... There's, so you mean that man built it, an it ark looks, without an engineering nice degree or a team, <laughs> and then he went around capturing all the animals in the area? Once again... Male and female? Okay, so let's go, let's go back to the text. 
All right. All right. Let's so you're looking, you're looking at a flood story. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be very, very honest here. All of Mesopotamia has flood stories. So you're talking about a common ancestor to everybody in Mesopotamia. So now there's what's called polemic, all right? And so what the Jewish people did was they took that flood story and they made it their own polemically. But if you go look at, like, yeah, the Sumerians have a flood story, and it's almost identical to the same flood story. <laughs> so... um Akkadians had a flood story. Yeah. You know? yeah. So if you look at, they all have the, the common flood story for that area. And it does make sense. So they can all relate back to what was a giant flood at that time, but each one of them put their own cultural spin on that story. It doesn't mean it was an untrue story, but each person polemically takes that story to make it their own. So and, why and is this in our manual for life? The whole rationale behind what he's saying is that the reason for the conquests, should I even say conquests? Are they conquests? That was when I Googled it, it said conquests. Okay, conquests. Yeah. Uh, Wars. Was that we were still tracing the lineage of the people that were not quite fully human, mm-hmm. and they somehow <sighs> yes, I'm sorry, ended we... up into the lands where God had promised uh, the Israelites. We were... He was going to give them this land, but he can't because these people were still there, and they were not fully human. And it's... It's, They're still God's creatures, though, aren't they? Like, it's rather convenient. It's rather convenient when your enemy kind of, kind of not in a, in a fashion, in a fashion. It is rather convenient when your enemy yeah. is not fully human, and because it's easier for me I to agree. kill you, right? Right. I agree. Now, but if you look at so these are they walking, talking, half-human people? Yes. One. This is so. But I mean <laughs> that the fact that you just said yes to that is just like. Like, I'm supposed to believe this? Like, you're supposed to be selling me juice. Now you're telling me there's, like, half people, half let not me, people? Let me, let me, let me, like, let me, let me, let me, you know. Damn it, I agree with George. Let me, let me explain. <gasps> let me explain. <laughs> okay, Mike, now disagree with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, once again, polemically, this happened across all of the tribes, all right? Uh... The uh, the, the Ana- no the Anunnaki okay. the Anunnaki come from the Sumerian tales, and if, even in their legends, the Anunnaki were half well, let's call let's say angelic. There's a different word for them, but let's say angelic, and they were half human. So those stories are also how do among these half humans stories. come to be? Okay, if it started off with Adam and Eve, I just can't. This is so, this is really so interesting once to again, me. So, once so there's Adam and Eve, and then they like start creating people. Okay, where do these half human, half whatever? Demon so, seeds, according to come from. multiple places inside the, the biblical text, and these are this actually spans from the first book all the way through to just about the last book. Okay, okay so it's it's referenced throughout. We'll try to cover more of this in a later date when we have Heiser on because I'm, it's a long story going from Genesis to you know Jude. But <laughs> um, if you go to chapter six, it says that the sons of God. Okay had relations with the daughters of men. So, yeah. and sons and, and sons of God literally is Bene Elohim in Hebrew. That is a reference to angelic creatures. So, and they were prohibited... What's an angelic creature? Uh, a spiritual being. Uh, what we call angels. Okay. Uh, the Hebrews call them different things, Bene Elohim. Some places they actually call them Elo- just Elohim. Um, 
you know, disembodied or not physical beings that could also assume physical form. Okay. Um, that have also happens throughout the biblical texts, uh, and also among other cultures. <laughs> um, but they were prohibited from procreating with humans because they were eternal beings that did not have to do that. So they would take corporeal form (laughs) and have relations with with women. And then according to all the ancient texts, both biblical and non-biblical, they had creatures that were larger than humans and that would then ravage the land and take the land over, even going so far as to cannibalize them and having relations even with other creatures, creating other kinds of creatures. that's referenced in the Book of the Giants that was actually found inside of uh, Qumran. And Qumran, though that, that was kind of like, it's, it's the lost chapter of the Book of Enoch. So if you read through there, it actually specifies not just what they did with humans, but what they did with other creatures as well. And <laughs> that relates back to the Grecian tales of the Titans and what the Titans did with humans as well. So the, all the, the ancient... So we'll cover a lot of this when Heiser comes. <laughs> it's it, it's the various gods. So yeah. the bi- the big picture is that there are two narratives running. Oh, it's the, more than two. <laughs> the bloodlines I'm talking about. Oh, okay, the bloodline yeah. was corrupted. Yes. It was eventually to lead to Christ, but it was corrupted by Satan through the Nephilim, which became wicked. So yeah. there, those are the two narratives. Essentially, one wicked, one good, fighting for uh, the soul of man. And that happens throughout so, the entirety of the Old Testament. So this is the rationale behind yeah. the... So why does Satan have, like, why is it non-human, like, his disciples or everything past him? Like, why aren't they, like, the same as God's children then? Like, why are they, like, creatures now? So, man, I should have prepared George. this stuff. Okay, so... You should you know go this by the, now. How many podcasts have you done? Right, right. <laughs> How am I not already if, a master? If, if you go back to the Book of Enoch, all, all right. right, according to the Book of Enoch... Uh, their souls, as they die, <laughs> are released mm-hmm. and become the evil spirits, the poltergeists, the demons, no the possessions. There's no demons, no juice. Uh, well, We're adults. It, many There's cultures, no demons, buddy. Many cultures would disagree with you. <laughs> Not just Christian. Many, many, many cultures. If, in fact, uh, Islam is is known for having a lot of uh, a lot of exorcists, as are the Jews, as are Christians, as are uh, even Buddhists, believe it or not. So, you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not only would I argue with you guys, my my Christian friends, I would be more than willing to argue with them. I think that'd be even actually better. You know what? That'd be fun though. Like to have like someone because I always kind of was, this was sorry. Let's bring Cleo in to be clear. Yeah, oh, that one with Khalil. Yeah, we'll bring him in. But I just feel like there's other people from other religions have also have, like, you know, um, have been studying mm-hmm. and have done their, you know, all their homework. Uh-huh. And they, too, they believe theirs is the only one. Like, Khalil does his homework. He knows his religion. Yes. And he thinks his is, he thinks he is right and he thinks you are wrong. No, actually, we agree oh, on no, almost everything. No, 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 no. He- there's actually a lot of things that we share in common. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I understand that there are overlaps, but you I think mean, his religion is wrong at some point. I think Down the road where I, it's zigs instead I, of zags, and you're like, I no. actually think they're far more right than wrong. So, But you think they're wrong? I don't... I'm not going to say... Like, yours is all right. I'm actually yours not Yours is all say, right, and then his is kind of right. 
because you want to disagree with me. This is kind of right, actually, but then kind of wrong. But yours actually, is right. Let me. Let me I'll, I'll take this down to the uh, to the Catholic uh, uh, catechesis. I don't even know what All that right. means. He just uh, cursed at you, the student. <laughs> <laughs> I cursed at you in Vatican. He might, as well sl- yeah. he might as well slap me across the face with a glove with that word. I wouldn't take that. <laughs> according to... According what to was that the, word you just said? Catechesis. Oh, okay. It's, it's, it's people who study the, the catechism who are going back into Catholicism, oh, which okay. if I haven't announced it by now, I'm entering... I'm entering myself back into the Catholic faith. Um, hey, really? No one's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I thought you didn't like the Catholics. <laughs> no, no, I have no problem with Catholics. I thought you were critical of them somewhere in one of the. Podcasts. I'm critical of everybody at some point. Well, that's good, <laughs> including <laughs> evangelical Christians, right? So, okay, that's <laughs> um, so I think Aaron would be just as critical as evangelical Christians as he would be as uh, any any yeah, Muslim. Anything, that's right. it's true. Now that's that's very interesting. Yeah, I'm. A, what I'm, made you go down that road? Lots and lots of biblical study, and and actually history. Believe it or not, um, I find it to be the closest to the original truth. So, yeah, ironically, but if you go into the Catechism of the Catholic Church, they actually assign Islam as brothers of the faith. Right. So, except for somewhere they went left instead of right, and no, no, they actually assign them as brothers of the faith. They they don't reject them at all. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't expecting that one. I don't know. I don't have a response. I, uh... So since we have silence, let's introduce the next beer. Yeah, why well, don't we? Uh, okay. Is it another amber? This is, yes, it um, is. It is. Oh. This is from Mad Tree Brewing Company, and it is called Happy Amber. And there is no description on here. It is very heady. This is uh, got a very thick amount of foam. Let's see. It's ooh, it smells good. Eight percent alcohol. Oh, I'm already enjoying and this. If you didn't notice, that is a face on the can. I didn't notice that. <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, oh wow. that is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, sorry guys, there's no I description. It was a tree, but it's a face. It is from Cincinnati, Ohio, too. Hey. Nice. So, okay, so it's a local shout brew. out to Ohio. Okay, that's it's it's a nice looking amber. It's a little cloudy, <laughs> but it could be because it's cold, right? It's a little cloudy. You know. Cheers. <laughs> It, I do. I do. I already smell some hops. Already, yeah, me too. Maybe I was hops. wrong about my amber stereotyping. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, that's happy. But it's okay. So it almost. I don't know. If this is gonna make sense. All right. But it actually tastes like a deep hop, if that's possible. It's. Yeah, no, we were just having a conversation about half humans, so I think anything's <laughs> possible at this point. I guess. <laughs> right. It's. It's almost like a base version of hop. Right. Okay. It just it tastes a little lower on the Richter scale. Funny when Jen was picking, it, she got it from Trader Joe's, and when she picked it out, she was giving me a description, but I have no idea where she got that description from. Maybe they had a stand or a flyer. <laughs> it's good though. It's um, it's got some body. I like it. It's got some body. It's sweeter than the last one. <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> Mm, a little too hoppy for me, but <laughs> too hoppy. Little mm-hmm. little punch in the mouth. I thought you were all about the hops. Yeah, you know no, that's me. That's that <laughs> you guys always agreed. I'm the hoppy one. <laughs> <laughs> I see where you went there. Uh, I'm I mean, so hoppy. I'm almost euphoric. It's not bad. The, the other <laughs> one, like the first one that you brought, Mike, was was a. Uh, 
definitely more smoother than this, at least to me. Yeah, no, the first one was smoother for sure. Mike. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. The, Sweet. The glacier was very I would, smooth. I would say we're closer on our, our beer takes than we are on our... It's <laughs> crazy how that works, George. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like it. I Once again, I do like the hop. So yeah. I would drink this beer frequently, actually. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, when something is sort of pineapple-y or, or grapefruity to me, you know, when it's... A, a sweet hoppy, so I would I would drink it. It was like a summer shandy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I could every see once that. in a while. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. So back to our subject. All right. So chapter two. <laughs> where are we going? Lead All right. Away. All right. So back to uh, where, where did we end again? Half demon. That's it. Uh, you were talking about the Catholic's position. That's it. Catholic yeah. position. We also talking about Catholics. So we were talking so, about Noah's Ark. Now here's the cool thing. I'm going to. I'm going down this this line of thinking. All right, let's keep going Catholic for a second here, since I'm I'm, I'm loving that trail. <laughs> I get stared at. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Catholics do have a series of fathers throughout history who, believe it or not, had were very universal in their thinking, and they do they really did believe that God was that God who would judge the hearts of men. And that he would not condemn anybody for their Except intrinsic for the beliefs. He condemned the hell out of them. That's because they weren't men. They weren't. They were only half men. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what? That should have been like a uh, <laughs> like uh, the ten people in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah or whatever. Like they should have been like, well, they're fifty percent human, and we, so we don't want to kill that half. And he's like, no. Get rid of it. <laughs> But but in retrospect, if you look at it, it's it's the protection of the true seed that God has created, right. humankind, mankind. I want to stay in, oh, in in the, the Nephilim series. If you go through and actually read through the Bible and, and follow that thread, all right. That uh, see, Christ is the red thread, so we'll call this the green thread, maybe. But if you read through and you follow that line of thinking in the Nephilim throughout, and the spirits and everything else, which are, are all Nephilim. Outside, of course, the the actual people who created the Nephilim, the Bnei Elohim, um, the uh, Ark. Well, I think that they were archangels, but we'll leave that for a different time, because um, <laughs> I have a very odd thought process on this one. But uh, if you follow that thread throughout, they're there in all of the battles, all the way up until the time of Ezra which would be the, the reconstruction of the Second Temple. Um, in that text, it actually says that, that it was the last one that was destroyed. So throughout, they were always trying to wipe out the humans. Always trying to wipe out the humans. So it's not like God's just saying, hey, go out there and kill those guys because they're ugly, right? Um, if you actually follow the stories, they're the ones that are going out and trying to take out the people who are fully human. Mm. I so mean, how many people did they take out? Well, no, no one I, could ever I, have I, the yeah, number. There's <laughs> way the Bible only covers specific stories. I mean, it's covering uh, you know, like eighteen hundred years. You you can't put all of that in print, especially when most people couldn't read. So, <laughs> let, let um, me talk lingo here then, because yes, <clears throat> go ahead. If that is the case, if that truly is the case, and believe me, that, I think I mentioned this before, that, that is truly a, a last thread of hope for me to want to hang on to, to finding any value in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. I need to find 
that thread. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking for it. I'm sincerely, I mean, I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm hanging on to that. Otherwise, the Old Testament will just be like a balance for my couch to balance it out underneath. Wow. In, in regards to specifically what Yahweh commanded, why not in his language to his own people never mention the word man, woman, or child and just use the word demon or not human people or whatever instead include that? Because that confuses people. You know, how would Yahweh not know later on that, man, people might have a problem with me telling them to kill little kids and women? Right. You know, why not just communicate in a way that would do away with all of the naysayers yeah. in the future? On that side, though, you're thinking of it from a modern viewpoint, because you're a modern. <laughs> I've heard this one before. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm a So, modern. we had, way, way, way back when, right, they had particular verbiage, motifs, you know, language, allegorical phrases. Let's pull it up in Aramaic. Well, for for example, for example, I could say, man, that, that was pretty heavy, right? But, you know, a thousand years from now, we're going to need, you know, a lectionary to figure out what that means, right? So, <laughs> you, know, you know, or I could say, wow, that's really cool. And, and they're going to have to, once again, well, why is he saying that's cool? According to the text, it was 85 degrees that day, right? So... Yeah, I see your argument. Yeah. And for phrases like a cattle on a thousand hills, I right, get it. Exactly. And I agree. Right. But kill and leave nothing alive, women, children, right. and men, even the cattle, but once again, is pretty specific. I don't think that you can apply that same... But you can. I, I could. Yeah, if you go, Not if, when you're yeah, dealing with people. If, if Wait, you, that's if, the half demon. So in the Bible, they said men, women, children, and oh, cattle. Yes. Hold on, hold on, but you're hold telling on. me these are half demons now. Hold on, hold on. Sounds Once like again, someone's twisting it if, so they could justify it. If we it go, just, if we go back to the article that I just read, I fell asleep like halfway through. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go back to the article I just read. It actually, Way too long. it actually shows that that was just simply standard military language. It, it was not specific. It was, it was the same kind of things that we use now. You know, if if I said something like, uh, "Hey." Better watch out because he's watching you. We know I'm talking about Santa Claus, right? Good dude. Okay, right. <laughs> but true story too. I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> but once again, a thousand years from now, they're going to have to break out the dictionary on verbiage and try to figure it out. Yeah. I get you. So I, I get you. it's it's standard military phrase, and and they go back and even in the Egyptian texts, they showed how it, that is standard military phrase. I get phrase. it. I get it. So let's so, use that rationale. Let okay. me use that rationale right now. A hundred years from now in the future, maybe a thousand years from now, when people are reading back on America, and they see that we were only getting the terrorists whenever we went to war, All right. are they to assume that terrorists included men, women, and children, or just men with guns? Because well, that's what you're trying to say, right? But we have different different lines of phrases now. So, like, or do you mean in, we actually in, communicate thoroughly? We're, we're moderns, so in in our, we wouldn't use but that. But a thousand term. years from now, we won't be. My saying is, is that well, right? Right. Well, for for example, it's rather convenient to have that lingo, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it's very convenient. But I mean, even our, our okay. No matter what time period. Kill them all. Let God sort them out. All right? That's actually a standard military phrase. They don't actually mean kill them all and let God sort them out, because if you follow military protocol, you don't do that. All right? So 
that you don't literally kill them all and let God sort them out. It just that's just a hurrah. You're going in. You know, it's 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 not literal. Shoot everything that moves. Right. Yeah. It's it's not literal. It's just simply that you, something you throw out there in order to create, you know, morale in the troops. It's it's a phrase to to boost, to make you feel like you're invincible. My cousin, who was Marine Recon, that's exactly what he told me. They have all these catchphrases to boost you up, to make you feel like you're invincible, but you still okay. have to follow military so protocol. So we're just dealing with <laughs> Joshua's conquest here, but in Deuteronomy and Leviticus, I'm pretty sure it was Deuteronomy, it says not only just to save, uh, kill men, kill women, children, and uh, kill every woman that has slept with a man, except for the young women that haven't slept. That's pretty darn specific it is. language to me. And is once that, are again, those demons now? And once again, if you follow the line oh. of thinking... Well, that's, that's, well, to George's point, I mean, that's when a demon stops becoming a demon for other reasons. Once, once again, <laughs> so if you follow their line of thinking, because we're not going by our line of thinking, right? I know, I know. I'm so just saying if it's we're following, faulty thinking. If, if they're going by their line of thinking, it's because those are the ones that would have not been corrupted by demon seed. The, the young girls, the virgin girls? The virgins would not have had demon seed embedded within, a, within them. But so the, and the, that's, that's actually the line of thinking. So for those having a hard time with understanding demon seed, yes, I'm on board with you. Um, I I can see the plausibility, and I'm okay with that. It, to me, it seems like a I don't know a prepaid investment. I don't have to invest knowledge or time into this area because if that's the case, the battle's fought for me in a way. You know, it's not like I can identify someone via DNA test or something to say they're demon seed. Kill it. You know, can't do that. So there's nothing I can do about it. So also, and not to get, this is a sensitive subject, but, you know, kids and wives have been used in many battles. Yes. And sure. at that point, I know they didn't have bombs, but bombs could be strapped to animals. I'm just saying, like, God could tell the future. <laughs> if he wanted to protect a people, he might decimate an area. You know, because we don't know. And I know I've watched many PBS episodes <laughs> where, you know, they go into, like, ISIS camps and there are armies of children being brainwashed. At this point, what do you do? I don't know. God knows. I'll follow God. If God knows, then I don't think he's given us free will. Well, that's yeah, a choice. Why is that he intervened there with the Canaanites and Demon Seed, but he didn't like well, intervene in any war in like modern history with like the Holocaust and whatnot? Why is that? Well, he said, I thought we were supposed or, to have free will. Or, so why did he intervene there and not like... Maybe he has. But... No, did he send Joshua down to go... No, but I will say this. If you go back and you actually will any, do, you, do your reading, guess who directly helped to stop Hitler? The Pope. And that is historical fact. It's a historical fact that the, that the Catholic Church actually helped to bring Hitler down. I mean, a lot of people did. I mean, a nuclear bomb also. But what I'm saying, though, is... Did those kids that died is, in Hiroshima have demon seed? Well, 
I don't think that that was actually. I don't think that that wasn't a biblical order, (laughs) right? (laughs) I think you're mixing some stuff up here. That's that's a good point, though, because this line of thinking leads to somewhere. It really does. Yeah. Because again, it's still happening today. If you look at all of the ancient texts and the enemies surrounding Israel today, all of those enemies that still exist: Iran, Persia, Mm -hmm. Iraq, Babylon, Egypt, Egypt. Uh, all of those, including the Canaanites, Gaza, Palestinians, yep. are still being attacked. So this disagree. line of thinking leads somewhere. So yeah. I think it, it, that's a fair question. Oh, yeah. Maybe there are be. some people within the government who thinks that they are this. Yeah. And if not, it is a rather convenient way of justifying yeah. being well, able to get some sleep at night. And, and I don't... When it comes to... Christians and modern-day Palestine and Israel, I think you're going to find it's really only the evangelicals that are endorsing Israel, all right? So if you look at your traditional Christians, they actually are not supporting Israel in their battles because they're too busy trying to take care of Christians and run hospitals. And so they're not, they're not engaging in the wars. The only ones that are are the modern evangelicals that are very hot-headed and they're like, yep, support Israel. They got the promise. And which is just very naive. Oh, that's a very good point. I mean, because in a lot of these Middle Eastern countries like Syria, there's a huge Christian population. Iran, there are Christians and Jews there. Palestinians, there are Christians and Jews alike in Gaza helping the Palestinian people. Yeah. And they're not just Muslims. Right. You know, so, but you're right. I mean, this, this same kind of mindset is still... It can still be used as rationale, and it is. Yeah, I agree. At, at some point, I was hoping to throw a curveball in here, Juice, because um, when you when you brought Curve up away. when you were bringing this up, because I I was t- in our brainstorming of ideas for uh, Skeptics Corner two, um, you know, I, I immediately brought up how I wanted to talk about violence, and then you kind of steered me in this direction, and I was kind of always. I remember immediately, I'm like, are you going to say it's allegory? And you're like, no. But you, <laughs> I feel like you picked this one because you knew you were going to have an easy defense because of this half-demon actually, thing. Actually, the only reason I picked this one is because both you and Gumby have brought this one up on mm. multiple occasions. Hey, George, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, Aaron and I have quibbled about this long ago. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like it's yeah. right. Okay. Um, can't we find some good violence that happened to some non-half-demons? Well, like, what about before- Job's family? That's a book of poetry. Oh, of course, of course it no, is. No, no, Juice. no, literally. Of course it is. What's literally, another one? All right, literally. What's go, another one? Go, go, go. What to, about uh, okay? What about Sodom and Gomorrah? The, did God kill them right with hell's fire? Okay, right. I'm, if you bring that one up, are those have demons. Let's let's actually let's. Uh, I just want to know. Let's, yes or no? Are they have demons? Before we go down this road, is it allegory okay. or half demons? Short answer is yes, half demons. Oh my gosh! All right, I can show that to you in the text. You Fine. knew it, George. You knew it. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. Who else? Help me out here. I, I was looking it up the other day. Who else yeah. has died? Who else has God killed? Like millions. Uh, you know. So like, but who? Well, how many are half, didn't really exist too much in Mesopotamia at that time. But I mean, how many were uh, not half demons? Tell me somebody. I know you know. Tell me someone God killed that wasn't a half demon. Uh, maybe Egyptian soldiers. Okay. I, we could go there. It doesn't. It, it doesn't work in the Old Testament, George. That's the problem you're going to run into. That everyone he killed here's, was a half demon. Here's a hint. Look into the New Testament. Jesus doesn't preach conquest. Nope. Nope. So my my rationale, my thinking was, 
I, you know, I always thought, well, that leads me to think two things. You know, is Jesus and Yahweh, you know, a lot of people like to say that they're the same person. I don't know. What, well, what it makes me think is that... It's kind of dumb. Then he sacrificed himself for himself well, then. By you Jesus' know, own words, he, he is. He condemned Peter for trying to use the sword mm-hmm. in the garden right before his death. Yes. And he told Peter, he said, those who live by the sword will surely die by the sword. Correct. You know, and this is something I brought up before. I mean, he didn't tell Peter, now go back and raise an army and we'll prepare and we'll take over Jerusalem and then we'll take over the world. No. But no, he, didn't, he didn't do that. That's but, not what his kingdom was about. Right. But it's in total contradiction to what the Old Testament Yahweh was preaching. But if you go and you actually look at your timeline, the last Nephilim was wiped out during the time of Ezra. If you, if you actually follow Now, map out any wars in the Bible after Ezra. Yeah, but what, what did the Jews around Jesus at that time, what were they hoping for? They weren't hoping for oh, Jesus. Oh, no, 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 no. The rabbis were hoping for a giant military leader who was going to conquer the world. Exactly. So yeah. this is where I'm saying this is the mindset and the whole thinking and ideology. Like, yeah. it yeah. goes somewhere. It I, doesn't just go away. I don't disagree with that. And, and Christ and, was trying to bring is, another way. Isn't that what modern evangelicals are, are, are doing? When, yeah. when, when, they're, when they're sitting there like, you know... A, God's going to come, and here comes the rapture, and yep. all you people who are not as deserving are going to go, you know, you'll burn, you'll burn. Well, that's, that's an easy <laughs> mindset to fall into, because then you don't, have to, you don't have to care less what happens around the world. The world could be literally falling apart, yeah. and in many ways, and in many parts of the world it is, but Jesus is coming at any moment, so <laughs> I just, I'm okay. Right. So. <laughs> Why recycle? <laughs> Give it up. Yeah. I'm going to so, get raptured. I mean, <laughs> you know, again, like Brother Nathaniel says, you know, bad morals follows bad theology. There you go. But treading back, if you look at the the green thread, like I said, mm-hmm. if you follow the green thread, um, that ends. All of it ends once you hit Ezra. So you you don't see it. You do still see some stuff in like the Maccabees and stuff, but they're simply fighting against, and they're not you know, military wars mm-hmm. that God has dictated at all. It's just simply responses back and forth between them and, uh, you know, the Ptolemies or the Seleucids, you know. So they, they still have some fights back and forth, but all of the, you know, God-induced wars are gone. So here's another line of thinking in here. If, you know, speaking of our country today, geopolitically, if I were looking for a blueprint to how to control our foreign policy today in the Middle East, where do you think I'd look to? <laughs> the New Testament, of course. <laughs> I would go right to the Old Testament, right? Yeah. It's the same, the if, same enemy. If you want exist. to incite it, but, that's, but you have to ignore all of the original verbiage and terminology that's being used. In order for that to happen, you have to ignore it and just say, hey, look, they're still evil. I mean, you really, that's, you have to ignore all the archaeology, you have to ignore the text, you have to ignore... uh, That's easy to do, I mean, if there's selfish things. It is, it is. It is. George is about to talk, ready? Yeah, go. Go, 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 go. I'm going to do a speed round on Jesus really quick. Go, go, go. Uh We're just going to... Ironically, we talked about it, I'm just going to do it right now, we're going to try it out, see how it goes. Okay. (laughs) 
<laughs> it should be good. Okay. Spur of the moment. This is this is not planned. All right. So, <laughs> is his name actually Ur, the firstborn of Judah? Yes. Killed by God. Yes. Half demon, or allegory? Um, you know what? I'm gonna say killed by God, but I don't remember the story behind it because it I didn't look movie? these up. Okay, <laughs> fair ahead. enough. Okay, um, what about Onan, Ur's brother? Oh, don't bring up Onan. What? Who is that though? He had sex with his brother's wife, and then God killed him. No. Okay, so okay, do you want the background on that one? No, make it quick. Speed run. I can't make it. Re- <laughs> I can't make it quick. Green or um, red? <laughs> right, right. Okay. <laughs> By the way, your time's up. Go. By, by go, the way, go, go. by the way, pastors will use this passage to say don't masturbate. It has nothing to do with that. <laughs> so, but it was because he did not fulfill his obligation to his dead brother. So, okay, go ahead. So that's a god. Yes, that's Man. God. That's God. Go. I think you just promoted so he, masturbating. Did you promote masturbating? <laughs> I did not promote it. I did not promote it. I just. I'm we just need saying, a time out a, here. This is a family show. <laughs> Wait, do we need five minutes? minutes? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Turn, turn Juice's mic off for five minutes. My God, the children. The children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying that it is a misnomer that that's the reason why he died. So was he a half demon? No. And God killed him? Uh, we'll just say yes. Go. All right. Next. Noted. All right. Firstborn of Egypt. Okay. Yes. God killed him? God did kill them. Half demon? I can't I didn't say on that one. That. I'm, wow. Yeah, 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 I can't say on that one, to be honest. Because like, um, he did, but you don't know how to you, defend it. So. You, no, 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 no. You know, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to defend that because you could infer it, but I'm, I'm, I can't say that it is. Let me give you the rationale so, this Pastor Lane I can't say Craig said today okay. on, on that. He, and they, this is what they'll go to. Seriously. Mm-hmm. God is God. He gives life. This is literally what he said. He gives he, life. That's true. He takes it away. He owes you nothing. Okay, there is that. But, God sucks. But, well, hold then. on, hold on. Now you can't do anything about it. They they were warned. He did warn. He and I thought he was supposed to be all in loving. his defense. In his defense, and I thought we were supposed to get free will. In his defense, well, they did. In his defense, he did send them to the king. Why is he doing this now? Pharaoh. Why doesn't he engage hold in on, this behavior? Hold on, now? hold on. In his defense, he did go to Pharaoh and he gave him the option and said, "If you release them." I will do nothing further. He did say that. He did warn them. My God, my parachute is a knapsack. So. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Craig said that the reason why the Canaanites at that time were killed was because they didn't obey God's orders and didn't just flee. He said if they would have ran away, no one would have got killed. I'm not going to defend the evangelical stance. That's (laughs) the problem with the Palestinians today. They're just hard-headed. They won't run away. If they run away, (laughs) no one would die. Once again, I'm going to go with, because it's in the text, okay, in the text, he went there and he warned Pharaoh and said, this will happen but if you release them, we will not. So he did warn them. That's that's where I'm going to stop. Right there. Go ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> Israel. Uh, Israeli. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I can't say it. Help me out. Israelite. Israeli. Israelite. Israelite. Yes. Okay. Um, complaining against God, and then he killed him. His own people. Uh oh. And that one is interesting. <laughs> and half demons. Now I'm going to say. Was it allegory? No. Hold on. I'm going to say that that one is actually still one that I'm studying. So until further notice. Yes, he killed them. We can neither confirm nor deny. I can't, I, honestly, because that is actually still one that I'm trying to dig further into the Hebrew one right now. But go ahead. Okay. Uh.
yeah, he doesn't like the Israeli light. Is, is, how do you say that? How yeah, am I Israelite. 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 Now, mind you, I'm just going to say that Israel light is opposed to Israeli heavy. So. Hey, <laughs> thank you, everyone. Don't be your behavior. I'll be all week. Join us for the rest of the conversation in part two.